So, so I say, we know who our father and mother is well, and yet you don't. Then you state that you thought that we're all in the same family. Why? Then he say this. Prophet Noble Joali, peacemaker, peacemaker, and the Supreme Grand Sheik, Noble Watson Hill, executor, <coughs> prime minister. And the Grand Sheik, then he got ESS, Adelo Watson Hill, Secretary of Foreign Affairs. Who nationalized you? I said nobody. I never been nationalized. Nobody took me and said, hey, put your hand on this Bible and raise your right hand. You got nationalized, did you, Rockman? Yes, the process was you had to raise your right hand. But before you raise your right hand, you had to learn the Constitution and stuff, right? You had to come up to par to the American standard. Then you raise your right hand, put your hand on the Bible. I said, you didn't, what, you didn't do that? What'd you do? Huh? You don't have to put your hand on my just raise your right hand. I swam to do swear to defend America against all foreign and domestic enemies, huh? That's that's in the military. That's in the military. That's a military swear. Okay. Alright. So <laughs> this brother couldn't tell me who nationalized him. You know? And what in the hell is a prime minister? So anyway, let, let me go back to this thing. So, oh, the brothers say, you are the first one to ever come at me like that. Anyway, peace and love. He was like, how you mind the first? I had to ask you who you are. The prophets say, what? Don't guess, ask. Why should I guess who you? You got a fair, you might be a mason. You might be an Indian that's lost. So I asked me, I said, don't you know the prophet said he gave everybody a number, every temple a number, right? And when somebody said they're more, you had to say who made you one, right? <laughs> On every nationality card is the number of the temple you come from. And the back of every nationality should be who gave you your card. When I first got my card, St. G. Cook made name was on it. And I asked to see his card on the back of St. James, St was a back of card of St. George Cookbay card with Prophet Noble Joali. And that's how I've been doing cards ever since then. Now you tell me you upset because I asked you who made you? Wait a minute, that's not a question, is it? That's not even a question in the questionnaire, right? Our questionnaire don't have nothing about who made you, right? Our questionnaire just say, I'm a mo. I put a quarter in the machine. I did like Ali said, Somebody sent me a piece of paper and I stood on the corner and turned around seven times and then went and got a money order for $777.77 and, and I had to get 77 people to sign the paperwork to say I was a more. Then I took a drop of blood, put it on the paper and then sent it in to the post office box number that was on there. And then they sent me back a postal stamp to say I'm in. So that's a more. A more is somebody, I don't know what the hell they talking about. A more is somebody that's been nationalized, but don't know the person <laughs> nationalized them is qualified to nationalize them. Now the reason he didn't tell me who nationalized them, because the nigga in jail. Yeah, Marcel 
Watson Hill is doing six years in jail for stealing a million dollars from people all across the country. He didn't want when you go on your website see all the Mexicans up there. He put feds on all the heads. They don't even know they're wrong. Yeah, the reason all the reason I knew about the man, uh, they called him threatening me. Some Mexicans. From Chicago, I said, well, sir, why are you calling me? Well, y'all say something. Say, well, it was a Mexican went to Mexico, right? A couple of them. They Gonzalez, Bays, and Hill. They tried to cross back into America. They said, that idea ain't no good. And just like this emperor is not telling everybody to buy her passport because she went to Ghana, Africa. But she said she was in Morocco. But it ain't no straight strike to Morocco. You got to go to Spain, then go to Morocco. You got to go to Europe to go to Morocco. Now, no, I'm trying to figure how she get through the airport with that. How you go? Now, I go to airports, right? Anybody been to the airport? Mm -hmm. Can you take some fake stuff you made up and get to what's the people in the security? Customs. No, I'm talking about when you get to the airport. Not customs. Customs, you go to another country. TSA. TSA. TSA let fake ID go through? Mm -hmm. Sure, they do. TSA. You just got your driver's license. <laughs> yeah, your driver's license. But wait a minute. If you got, yeah, but if you you got fake ID, wait a minute. You got fake ID because you turned in all your stuff. You turn, no, no, you ain't got to go now. First, you got to go to the airport to get in. You got to get past the gate. You got to show ID. Can you show me Titty Nippawa ID? Titty Nippawa ID. Can I go to TSA agent and show them some Titty Nippawa ID? They gonna look at me like I'm crazy. And then I got this damn foolish sister on picture on it. She talking about uh, she's a she's the Tilly Y Empress for the Tilly Y Minus Club. Now, who got? How did she get past them people? I can see it right. I'm sitting up there, and somebody come and show me some ID. Uh uh, I need to see your ID to go with your your uh, plane ticket. What the hell is this? I have to stop her right now. I'll make a fool of What the hell is this? Who issued this? This is not issued by no state, no county, no government. Oh, I'm a summer. Well, carry your ass to the back of the line and catch the book. Cause this ain't gonna get you nowhere. Even in the state of New York, they had to come in compliance with the new ID laws in order for them to travel just in state. My my daughter had to get a, the driver, and, and it's when we when I was traveling, going into New York, it had a signs for the states that still hadn't complied, and they said after this certain date, if your state has not complied, Wait a minute, this is not a state ID. This is this is some stuff this woman cooked up in. Her yeah, state. so if if you got to comply with the state ID to get in, you sure enough not gonna get in with no fake nah, ID. but I'm just saying. <laughs> so this this, this titulous woman came up with this ID, you know. And uh, she can't breastfeed nobody. And she got all these feet. Buying ID. I'm looking. $500. $700. You might as well just take some used toilet paper and show it to people. That'll scare the man off quick. Look at this stuff. God, dog, you got this. And they'll let you get paid. You must be, you must be trying to get home. Now, so those are more. Those are people who somebody else say, you know, you're not Negro color black, you're more. And I'm going to give you this fake card. The card don't mean nothing, but you got to give me five, six hundred dollars. Now, they ain't asked, now, you know, this is the thing. If I was one of those people and I went to a fake war and they're going to send me something, I'm going to give them some fake money. 
I'll be some money with my picture on. Why not? Because that stuff just as good as stuff you got. Because I'm going to tell you, listen, if I can't take you to the airport and you get past TC or whatever them people's name is. TSA. TSA. <laughs> if you can't get past that, you're going to get more. It's going to be some violence because you asked me for my cash money. This is why we have to recognize, you know, yes, brother, you are more. Yeah, I'm a mom, but you're not like me. I'm, I'm a mom. So I don't want beyond being a mom. See, the prophet said on every nationality guy, I about to tell you what? A mom. How do you become a mom? You got to follow the rules and regulations. You got to stay in line with the prophet's teaching. Now, here we go. How we recognize a Moorish man? A Moorish American, somebody that went to a bootleg temple, let's say. Now, the bootleg temple man might have been into a temple himself. He might have been a member of a temple. Let's take, uh, 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 who I say? Uh, no, I can't, I can't, I can't say that name. No, but uh, let's say the brother joined the group and it's bootleg. The bootleg means this here. That means you was in a real temple. Great seal? Yeah, no, can't say great seal because nobody in great seal was in a real temple. Oh. Okay. So you gotta be in a real temple first. Now this is the excuse they get. Well, I'm not for them old beasts, brother. You know, them old beasts. Them more elders still having that old beast. So I had to quit and start my own stuff to start a new beast. Because now I'm beefing with the old boys. You start a new beast. Or you're saying this. You know, they want to tell me the secrets. I want to do the secrets. You know, they want to teach me the secrets of the prophet. I had to go. You know, they trying to hold me back. They ain't letting me be all the fool I can be. Right away. Huh? Right away. Mm. Mm. Yes, but we can't say his name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can say something like the people that call themselves the head, the national head, or the Moore Science Temple, Divine and National Movement. The, 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 the Republic the, the Republic of Booty Ho. Oh, okay. I didn't, know, I didn't know what you meant when you said that. The head of the free white people. <laughs> Niggas trying to pass for white. That's all they get. Nah. So, you're a semi-conscious because you went to a bootleg temple. You know, a bootleg act that might be somebody that had to carry a bucket of noodles down the street, had to drink some pee, uh, uh, had to do something. You know, so now you're a bootleg, you're an up, you're a sheep, but you don't know nothing. So now I have to by default. I say by default because you got a car. You got a lookalike nationality car. It looks like my car, but it has no authority on it. So now because I say the prophet put his name on the back of him, but you might put your name on the back, but who's your what, what put his name on the back of him, brother? Who made you? Who gave you the authority to represent the prophet? So a bootlegger can't tell you. A bootlegger tell you how he left the temple because such and such one right, this one right. And usually bootleg leaders ain't married. Usually bootleg leaders sell drugs. They do everything else. They justify everything else but doing what the prophets they do. So that is a boy's American or an American mother. Let's put it that way. That's an American mother. They're more Eurocentric. They're more Negro-centric than they are more. So that would be an American mother. Semi-con, because somebody told him something in the closet, so he think he knows something. 
Now, a Moorish American is somebody that belongs to one of the groups that broke away from the original grand body. So we can say the three groups that come out the original grand body, Meekly Hill, Kirkman Bay, and uh, Gibbons Hill. The reason we say they come, all three of them at this economy, all of them was made adepts by the prophet. All of them took a part or a division of the grand body, the original grand body, divided up into three. So now we can say recognize those three as Moorish Americans. Now, since they're not practicing Islam, they're not Muslims. This is why we kept up with our buttons. We had M period, A period, M period, Moorish American Muslims. Because we distinguish ourselves by our practice and our work. So this gives us the right to maintain. Now, also to be a Moorish American, it's just like I asked y'all to study the Jewish way of life. See, the Jews have a definite thing equal to what we have. There's no race in Judaism. A Jew can be anybody, just like a Muslim, a Muslim can be anybody. It's how you practice. Do you practice what is the faith? Now, to be a Jew, you got to be circumcised. You got to have uh, some other stuff happen to you. You got to have a Jewish name. You got to practice Judaism. Now, if you don't do all four of them, you're not recognized. If you do three of them, you're not a Jew. Because you got to do all four of them completely in whole. Now, we're saying, according to Acts 6 and 7, the prophet said, one, did you join the temple? Two, we teach you your national, we teach you your religion. Then, three is, you got to pay your dues on time, attend services and take care of your family. So that's the way of life. So Acts 7 actually defined the way of life or action of being a Moorish Muslim. And once you're under those conditions, now you can be recognized as a Muslim. <laughs> we say Moorish to the foreigners, to Europeans, so they know we're not equal color black. But I don't have to say I'm Moorish to another Muslim. He should look at me and be able to tell. But now you can't tell about some more. Some Moors wear cowboy hats, cowboy boots. You know, uh, 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 like we went down there to, to the plantation when we was in Virginia. Hey, them boys had on Russian caps and cowboy hats. And I had to tell them, it was a mufti. I had to tell them, I want to know the difference between you and them. But now you mad at me for having coochies. I'm going to put my on. Because everybody, everybody want to wear black face. I don't want nobody trying to wear black face. ain't qualified. So I had my coochie on. And the man told me, yeah. Uh -huh. One of our members came in. Good members came in. He said Islam was saying no harm. What's that mean, brother? I mean, I'm looking at the man. You know, tell me, brother, hold it. My member ain't got to explain the damn thing to you. That's what I said. I told him in front of the brother, my member ain't got to explain the damn thing to you. I said, you don't like us wearing kufis and African charms and stuff. But you know who the hell we are when you see us. But now I can't tell the difference in y'all. Y'all get a crowd of niggas, y'all go like niggas. You got a damn cowboy hat on. The other guy got, 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 got a Russian cap on. And this is how you dress every day. How would I know you more? What do you have to represent the prophet? Now you saying because I got kofis and stuff on, which means in my father's house, I'm under his protection. I'm under his cover. I'm under the covenant of Allah. If I don't have that on, I got my charm on. I'm under the covenant of Allah. Who are you under the covenant of? So we got too many reasons not to. Let me show you how deep it is. Arabs don't hide who they are when they go to the job. 
Hindus don't have why we gotta have. Well, you know they don't whatever. Yeah, I'm saying Hindus with the little scarf with the knot in it. Hindu woman with a little dot in their forehead. How many Hindus you see that don't dress up like Hindu? Why in the world a foreigner can be dressed up in their clothes? Dress up in their culture. We are so scared now they're gonna fire me for my job. Well then why you can work someplace they can fire you for your religion? But the law said they can't do that. If they fire you for that, then you can sue them and get paid. And maybe not work ever again, get your own business. Let me show you, when I was working at Goliath, and uh, they sent me off to uh, to this gay site, to these gay people, and they was, uh, we were supposed to go over there and train them how to be drug counselors. So they sent me over there, which is the wrong thing to do, because I'm a fool. So they sent me over there, and first thing I announced is, they said, well, what do you prefer? I said, I'm a man. I ain't got no preference. I'm a man. Are you heterosexual? I said, listen, I'm a damn man. What did God make? Man and woman. I'm a man that want a woman. I'm not, not going to let you lay with me. Heterosexual. Straight. Trans. Now, I'm a man. And my mama told me that. I'm out jumping rope with the girls one day. And I just jumped rope with the girls. The next time, I was just in there. Hovering. Over space and time. I was just hovering. Feet weren't touching the ground. My mama had me by my throat. I could barely breathe. My mom said, I ain't raised no damn girl. I don't ever catch you, but you was a man child. And then she took me to store, brought me all types of toys. That's how I got my first G.I. Joe's. The 12 inch G.I. Joe. The real G.I. Joe. You know, that's how I got it. My mama said, boy, uh-uh. You don't jump rope. You don't play hopscotch with these women. I said, you a man child. And I was in there. I was so glad to be had my feet touch the ground again. And uh, she took me to the store. That day brought me three G.I. Joe's for the last month. I took one G.I. Joe and I painted them black. I did some black marks and made them black. She said, why you do that? I said, because that's me. Everybody said I was crazy because I painted my G.I. Joe black. They kept his G.I. Joe's white. I had the only black G.I. Joe in the whole RDL garden. Now, what I'm talking race pride. The prophet said, join the more scientific. You have race pride and love your race. I think your condition can be better. These brothers join the temple, they ain't got no race pride. Race pride alone should keep you from doing dumb stuff. Now, coming out the world is a hard battle. It's hard to battle coming out the world than it is smoking crack. It's easy to quit crack than it is to come out the world. People don't believe that. Because you know you got to have it. Now, when I knew I had to have it, what did I have to stop doing? Because you know you got to have it. Now, when I knew I had There's so much stuff in you, subline, that you're subjected to every day by, like I had to teach a brother that was trying to talk for me in California. I said, brother, how many cells? He said, two cells. I said, explain that to him. Well, there's a high cell and lower cell. I said, then what are the cells then? He said, huh? It says the devil made him the light of a lot. No, he's the shadow of our what? He said, our Lord says, don't say it's shadow of our lower self. It says shadow of our lower selves. How many selves we got? He had to start thinking. I said, I told you, you don't know enough. You don't know enough to answer for me. You don't know enough to talk for yourself. And you a sheep. And the chairman of the temple. But you don't even understand your people. 
So, we as Moorish Americans have to realize the three steps. More, America more, Moorish America. Imams is the one who with his hands when he sees something wrong, removes it. If he can't remove his hand, he talks about it. If he can't talk about it, he plans the removal of it. That's a Muslim. So when people say, I'm not teaching love instead of hate, because you're still sinning. If you're still sinning, you can't learn to love instead of hate. It's impossible for you to be sinning and be telling me about you learning to love instead of hate. Everything you borrow, you borrow from somebody else. You can't be a mo without telling me about the sovereignty of this. Free white man. What in the hell is a free white man? A free white man is somebody out of Europe took it over, taking over somebody's house. He can't say he's European because he ain't in Europe no more. He can't give you his European status, so you gotta make up a status. The status he made up was what? Free white man. Let me just show you this. We was looking this up. Let's look up this here on our Let's go to God Google and see what he said. What does God Google say about national laws of 17 of 1870? Let's see what the nationality, what was the national laws of 1870? Let's just look at that. Nationality laws of 1870. laws and to punish crimes against the same. For other purposes, the Naturalization Act of 1870 was a United States federal law that created a system of controls for the naturalization process and penalties for fraudulent practices. Now guess what they got under there? Free white person. Why they got free white person in the Here you go, free white person. The National Act of 1790 introduced race by limiting the acquisition of citizenship by nationalization to a free white person. So, so they talking about what? Who the only person that's a citizen, Rockman? According to this. Caucasian. Caucasian. What year did you? Seven, uh, 1870. 18, seven, uh, 1870. 1870. Look it up. Nationalization laws of 1870. <laughs> what do y'all say? <clears throat> it stated when the Europeans placed their foots on North American soil coming from Europe, their whole ideology was to displace right. and take over. That's that right. was it. That's they had that agenda, and they continue with that same agenda. Here you go. Let's look at this. It says nationality. Okay. Let me see. Nationality. The National Act of 1870, an act to amend the nationalization laws and punish crimes and punishment. All right, free. Okay. They also had to be free white person and prove they had. That's 1868 to 1870. Step forward, step back. Laws use the phrase free white person, also excluding black in Congress. 1870. False information, National Act of 1870 about a citizenship by nationalization to free white persons. 
also permitted aliens, this says not take free national USA, is also permitted aliens of African activity into Persian Africa. Other non-whites were not included in that. So it does designate a person to be a white man. According to the legal law. It don't make it right, but that's what they say. If what do you all say, uh, no? No, I'm trying to find what you just now, this put nationality law of 1870. Go on, it goes down and says free white person. You see? You don't see free white person under there? Well, say free white person, 1870. See what that means. You can use that one. Let me see if I can do that. Free white person. Free white person. Showing pictures that match. <laughs> I got all types of stuff from free white person. Nationality Act of 1790. I'll tell you know that the National Act of 1790 restricts citizenship to any alien being a free white person. Okay, so there's a National Act of 1790. Yeah. Okay. And in 1850 to 1854, Congress came up with the designation of free white man. Let's go there. 1850. Also, 18, 1850 to 1807, it says, importation of African slaves is banned by Congress. Now you no longer a more. What is this look at status of a more? National status of a more. National status of a Moorish American. Here's a summary from Southern. Guess who they get? They got the Moorish sovereign citizens espouse an anti-government doctrine in which its members claim to be part of a sovereign nation. Moorish sovereigns believe their status as members of a sovereign nation imparts immunity from federal, state, and local authorities. Also, John spelled Moorish, M-U-U-R-I-S-H, by then. Oh, they got all this. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. Come and get this phone and send this to me. I can pull it up. Huh? I can pull it up. I don't know. He couldn't pull it up and say it's free white person on his stuff. <laughs> he must got a different phone. R.V. Bay gives uh, more diplomatic status. More signs rip off group block federal and state laws. 
Voice American National charged with trying to take your mansion. National Anthem, Voice Anthem, 19 to 8. Don't be fooled, that's us. We tell you don't be fooled. Okay, well, let's just stay here. What is needed? What do I have to do to become a member of Voice Anthem of America? If you're citizens of Voice American National Trust, go through your uh, cattle through second section. They send me all this. I gotta put this in my nationality. Card of Destiny. We provide immunity, exception uh, to all Moors, Hills, and Bays, DTC. Boys National U.S. citizen claim to be above the law. Oh, they got a whole ton of stuff. Welcome to the Moors American International Goodwill Society. Certificate of Non-Citizen National Travel Government U.S. Department. Boys America National. Washington and Moore Sovereignty. We're all one family, be one free family name. You got it, Mm-hmm. Print that out. It's on. We still on. Yeah, we still on. So. We have to realize. That first we must define ourselves. So that when we in the world. We know exactly. When we're talking about being Moorish. We know exactly who we're talking about to be a more. What is more? Now, the law also tells us general opinion no proof of truth. So therefore, we have to realize that 
The majority of one group cannot make a law for us in another group. So from now on, we have to draw off this point. All Moors are not the same. And the other Moors can't speak for us, we can't speak for other Moors. But if you claim to be a Moor and want to be around us, then you must equal up to the standard that we set for being a Moor. Now, being around you, the standard of being a Moor, we set. Because if you're not, you're a Moor and you're not married, and you come around us, don't try to talk to our women. Because you have to take one for a wife. We tell our women, don't talk to you, because you, they got to take you for a husband. Now, we go in your group, you got 20 women, ain't nothing baby, baby mama drama there. Then you can't tell me I gotta act like y'all coming to y'all stand because you ain't got one. Well, zero, nothing from nothing leaves nothing. We bring in something when we come. So therefore, we can never be described as nothing. So we set standards. Now, our standard is across the board. It's not just in one temple, but it's in all temples and all our body. So, the whole of our body has one thing. If you're head of a temple, you must have a wife. If you want to teach somebody, and from now on, as of this day, that if your wife ain't in the temple, how can you teach somebody else how to be a mom? Because if you don't have influence in your house, then how you have influence out of your house? These are things that we have to uh, 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 grind up and chew up. You know, it's like how many people you know in the nation of Islam more with women that ain't in the nation of Islam? Let me show what I know the consequence of this action is. When I came out of prison into the temple, I was seeing so many moors in the temple that one married. And those that was married were married to somebody that wasn't in the temple. And I looked at the condition of the children. The condition of the children was horrible. And you don't have to believe me. That was 40 years ago. Where are those children now? Go on the internet and look at the family I was dealing with and see where the children are now. <laughs> now what I found out is and when they was children, they did everything under the sun. They got 40, 50, 90 joined the temple. And they still ain't got nobody. You join the temple like the church. Yeah, man, I was born a mo. But you ain't acting like a mo. You acting like a hoe. You was out there prostituting the faith. You want you want propagate. Did nobody know you the mo if you come around other more. Your brother's not right yet. The Mo and his son, they on the stage together, they speaking across the rock. But he ain't married to the son's mama. What does that mean? His son is up there. The brother trying to be my brother. You can be my friend. You don't know nothing. You in your 20s. I'm in my, I'm going on my 70s. Why you gonna what you gonna try to check me about your your free? I know your father. I know your father. I wouldn't follow your father. trying to take some sister that was trying to talk to me crazy. I had to tell her, shut up. She don't know nothing. She had the same temple I come out of. I said, she didn't know nothing. Her mama didn't know nothing. Her daddy didn't know nothing. Because her daddy was a Negro. 
They met at the club. Yet, we're not saying we so heavenly bound with no earthly good. What we're saying is this here. Our earthly salvation really means something. You can have a divine salvation if you get your earthly one corrected. Because you keep coming back to get what corrected? Your earthly. You're not trying to get your divine gift. You're trying to get yourself correct here so you don't have to come in no more. This is like skin diving. You don't have enough oxygen for one dive. But you trying to die twice in your lifetime. Listen, I almost drowned. Let me tell you. It ain't no joke. When you can't swim and you can't float. And all the pool water going down below. You're looking for a hero. And these two brothers, Edward Hopton and Robert Brown, told me, don't worry, we can see. And my mama told me, boy, don't you care, you went to the swimming pool. I said, mama, I'm go to the swimming pool. You can't go there, but woo, woo, woo. You're not a swimmer, I said, no. But don't you care, your butt there, woo, 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 woo. You better not. So I'm listening to my two junior lifeguard brothers. They wear these special red trunks. And so, they said, we can save you. I said, we can. I said, yes. I said, they said, this is what you Sneak out your house with your trunks on. I says, we the ones that put the gear to test them because we come in the door. We're going to let you come in the door. And then you can go in and take your shower and stuff. You know, clean up the dirt off. Then you go jump in the pool. I said, okay. I did all that. Follow instructions. Follow their instructions. Not my mama's. I followed the Negro instructions very well. I followed the two junior lifeguard instructions very My mama say don't do it. My mama say don't do it. My mama say, Anthony, don't you carry your ASS to the swimming pool. And I'm like, okay. But my friends were swimming. only know some of the tricks, but we got you. I said, okay, y'all my friend. Live in the same block I live in. The other guy, he lived right next door to me. And the other guy, he lived across the, uh, the yard from me. So we go to swim. And I do what they say. Perfect. I followed the instructions perfect. So they took me to the swimming pool. They showed me different, they had different little white marks and tell you what the speed is. This is three. This is three and a half feet. This is four feet. This is four and a half. This is five. This is boutique. This is Don't dive in the deep. I said, well, it's deep in the yellow line. You can't go past the yellow line. You go past the yellow line, you in the deep. I said, okay, I ain't going in the deep. He said, don't go in the deep. I said, okay. So I went back down to three feet. Well, I played up there, the splash and the water stuff. That's all it is. I said, I wonder what three and a half feet is like. So it couldn't be that much more water. So I measured up the money with half a foot. That's six inches. I thought I can handle six more inches. So I go three and a half feet. I jump. I don't know. Like up in here. Play the line and splash and stuff. Like I couldn't do the walk on the bottom and splash. Oh, that's all man. Junior lifeguards got me covered. So my boys got me covered. So I ease up. They look at me. 
I smiled, they smiled, jumping both feet. Both feet was up here. I'm like, I could, I could stand on my tiptoes and push my eyes and my nose up. I said, I can handle both feet. Hey, I'm cool in the game. Get out both feet, they go to junior lifeguards. I said, oh, if I go to five feet. Yeah, I can try five feet. Could be that much more. Five feet, I stand the bottom about that much water over my head. I can stick my arm up, put it out there. I have my arm. I said, I feel safe. I can wave my hand and stuff in the air. Got out that pool. Set it to the end, playing in the water. My feet are right there. In the water. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can handle this. Then I looked at the yellow line, I can see it. Now they said the deep pass, but I don't go past the other line. I'll be just like this. It can't be too much high. Yeah, I mean, you know what? My hand, I figured it'd be what my hand is. I just push up right. I'm gonna try to see. I'm gonna try the yellow line. I'm just gonna jump over the yellow line. Hey, the junior lifeguards got me, you know. So I go over there and I jump. Hey, the yellow line. Ain't nobody told me it's the yellow line is down here. And the reflection of the water make it stand like it's over here. So instead of me realizing that the yellow line looked like it's over here, but it's really down the slope. So you gotta go down the slope. So when you go down the slope, this is the thing. So Jen and I jump like this here, up and down, up and down, up and down. But I didn't know it's the slope. When you jump down here, you touch the slope, right? And when you push off the slope, you push it what? Wade into the deep. Oh, hell no. All hell broke loose then. Ah! Help me! Oh, what the? Ah! Hollering and screaming. And then I see the two junior life. Edward and Robert running towards me. My heroes. They gonna save for one hollering and screaming in the water like a little one. People getting away from around because nobody wanna drown. They dive in the water. It's like Tarzan. They give to me, all I seen was objects to hold on to. I didn't no longer see human beings. I seen floatable objects. And what they didn't realize, because I'm the first person they ever tried to save, right? I tell you, I'm the first person they ever tried to save. They don't know about the death grip. <clears throat> see, back then, they had a crack grip. When you drown, you get a crack grip. You can hold crack, and no crumbs that come out your hand, you hold that crack. Nothing would get that crack out your hand. Cause it's called the crack, deadly kung fu crack grip. And that's what I hit them with. And when I grabbed them, I left fingerprints in them. I grabbed one by the nose. I had the other by the throat. And all I did was, man, let me go, you drowning me. And I'm thinking, y'all junior life though. Why are y'all crying? Y'all junior lifeguard. But my panic is getting worse than that because they can't save me and they ain't saving themselves. We all now begin to sing. So I'm just hollering and screaming. And I look up and oh, lo and behold, there go the angel. The angel is standing on the mountain. He's standing on the mountain. A dark olive mountain. Standing on the mountain. And it looks like he had wings. And I stopped looking at it with him. And he hit the wall. He jumped off the pier, off the perch. And I 
purpose. Man, we doing it like cars. And hitting water so stupid. It wasn't. It didn't have to do nothing. And he was gone. I couldn't see him no more. I looked for him. I was like, where did he go? He's a real angel. I said, where the real angel go? Where that man that knows the hell he And next thing I know, I was being swooped up. He held my chin up. He put his arm on the head of my chin up. And I let it win them go just in time, because there had been three of us drowning. And I could see my feet in the water like this. I just, I just looked at my feet. I was like, man, look at my toes. And I didn't feel, I just felt I was being pulled. And I was floating. He was like, what you going? What you going? He had me like this. I'm like, my head like this. On his back, what you going? I was like, man, this is a miracle. This is the best thing next to apple pie. If I was a woman, he could have got all the free stuff he wanted. Because I was just like, wow. I said, the man, he took me. He took me back to Sweetie. And then he put me up on, on the edge of the pool. And I was like, <laughs> he said, sure. I said, yeah, buddy. He said, you want to go back in the water? Not today. He said, you want to learn to swim? I said, uh-huh. He said, want me to teach you? Not today. <laughs> the day over with. Meanwhile, he's somebody cursing over there, right? <laughs> Robin and Edward Hobson over there cursing. And I'm like, he said, yeah, I said, yes, sir. He said, come back and I'll teach you personally. I said, yes, sir. He said, you sure you want to go back in the water? Not the damn day. That's what I wanted to tell him. Have you lost your effing mind? I just almost drowned. I lost five, six pounds in the water. I might be some water float. I don't know what's in the water. But I know I'm going on. Woo! And then when them come over, they curse me out. And I'm thinking, soon as we get outside, they swim in the pool. I'm going to eat one of y'all. Now, Robin was bigger than me. I'm saying, it's his fault. Because Robin was bigger than me. He should have saved He the first one I fired on when we got outside. So, when Mama and them come out there, we fighting, right? So, we fight. Edward Hobson tell them. He almost drowned in the swimming pool. My mama looked at me. What? I'm like, uh-uh. The fight over with. Because now, Mama, Mama been come out. Mama started transforming on she became the Decepticon. And I was just looking at my mama chain. Boy, did I tell your ASS not to go to that? And you almost drowned? So when I woke up, I realized. She said, you, she said, you going back? I said, no, mom. The man said, you going to train me how to be a lifeguard, how to swim. She said, okay, boy. Under those circumstances, that's when I started going back to the pool. But when I woke up, How many years it took you to become a lifeguard? Oh yeah? Oh, were you serious? See, this is the difference. You gotta be serious about this. Remember we talked about prison today? The brother did 35 years of getting out. Uh, three months from now, he be getting out of prison. He did 35 years in prison. When you live that type of life, it's dead serious. When, like, when I was in Illinois, in the, in the state prison, <coughs> it's gang infected. Not only is this gang infected, it's clan infected, it's guards infected. It's a whole new dynamic. And the dynamics is like a military, like you being in an army in a battlefield. 
Because you never know when you have to stab somebody, somebody's going to stab you. You never know when somebody's going to try. So you're under the condition that you have to man up or, 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 or vote. See, under those conditions, that makes you a man. Because now you're living to be that one. Like the army said, we take a we take a man, we take a boy and make a soldier out of him, make a man out of him. When you come out of prison that long, you know how to you know how to shuffle without anything, you know how to shuffle with something, you know how to be with people, you know how not to be with people. In a close environment. Huh? In a closed environment. Because after this is everything's a closed environment. We just don't realize it. Old people live in a closed environment. Then because you got a job, and listen, when I was going in prison, I was going to economics, they had a class course that he did on science. And if you're not a billionaire, you fuck. There is no middle class. I never get was in the classroom, and the guy, the, the professor told me, I was talking, we was talking, I said, he said, man, it ain't no middle class. He's the richest, you fuck. Everything in between is an illusion. People can go buy an airplane. You worry about paying for a car. A billionaire can go get him an airplane. He can pay 40, 100 million dollars to get an airplane. You get your car on the note. Your job only allows you to be more in debt. Because first thing you want, you want a house, you want a car, you want credit. So automatically, you in debt. Rich people ain't in debt. They get credit cards just for the hell of it. Do you think Oprah Winfrey is worried about her master card? You think Donald Trump, they said Donald Trump lost all his businesses. Donald Trump, not one time has he filed bankruptcy in his name. And now he's the president. We have to get out the thinking that the man put us in. Everything we do, we must be dead serious about that. If you're saying you're a Moorish American, you must be dead serious about practicing Islam. You have to be dead serious about this is not Quranically correct. This is not the lifestyle that I'm going from. The prophet said, if you have love, race pride, and love your race, this is about you. Because here you can learn to be yourself. Now, pardon me. Without mentioning that, I seen ISIS showed me a brother that used to be with him. He now have a full African name. His name is the Ulu Tutu Bubu. He left us now his name is Ulu Tutu Bubu. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Mo? <laughs> yeah. Ulu Bubu Tutu. <laughs> I was just looking at him on him. He got no feds on or nothing. <coughs> he now, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> He just was little. He just left. He's not even following the Negro that took him out to temple. Ain't that something? He ain't even following the Negro that took him out to temple. His name is not ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Woo! There's no junior lifeguards over here but beginners. When you come through the door, we give you your questionnaire. And the questionnaire says for children. 
So therefore, you're not even a junior lifeguard. You like me. You shouldn't even be in the pool. You should be around people teaching you how to hold your breath underwater, how to float, how to swim. That's what you need to learn. Then when you become a junior lifeguard, you can hold your breath and swim on top of the water and go down to the bottom and pick your bridge up. When I became a lifeguard, you had to swim the whole length of the pool. The pool is a half-a-limit-sized pool. A limit-sized swimming pool is 50 yards. Half a limit size is 25. That's 75 feet. You gotta hold your breath 75 feet and go down to the deep, which is 12 feet. You go down to the deep and pick up this great bright black brick and come up with it. That's what you have to do. Another part that tells you, you gotta swim all the way down there, underwater, go down and pick the brick up, bring it back up and swim and bring it to shore. Then they have somebody on the shore play like they drown and you gotta give mouth to mouth resuscitation. You get your uh, lifeguard uh, badge and stuff. Now, I never, never had that. I never had the lifeguard card because Preston, he taught me so well that I became a lifeguard without taking off. I learned to do the brick and stuff because the junior lifeguards could train like that. But I never had to go down to 14th Boulevard. It's 14th Boulevard right in front of the Soldier Field the park recreation headquarters. I never had to go to any swimming pool and take the lifeguard there, never. Last time I was a lifeguard, I saved the guy on 63rd Street that died in the war. And through my whole life to God time, I saved six people. And I almost drowned for it because we had to fight the pool. But other than that, you gotta be serious. This is life threatening. These Europeans are fighting a war against us. Wars are with the Europeans, whether they know it or not. Because the junior lifeguards telling a lie. They misleading people across and leading them astray. The American war is people selling UCC, DDT, and falling behind the Empress ETC. And the Empress is dead. Now they talking about they the queen, they the, they the this, they the king, and such and such. She wasn't successful, and they're trying to build off unsuccess. The prophet, Noble Juali, was the most successful more in America. He set the standard for being a more successful. He said, imitate eyes of prophet. Not Ralph, not the Jigaboo, but eyes of prophet. We keep forgetting that he represents being five prophets. Some Moorish leaders are going to be like Jesus. Some Moorish leaders are going to be like Buddha. Some Moorish leaders are going to be like uh, uh, Jesus. Some Moorish leaders are going to be like Muhammad. Muhammad picked up the sword. Our prophets are all five prophets. We got to realize some of us will come back in those fields. Some of us come back under that yoke, the Mohammedan yoke. In, in Islam, it teaches you that those that are like Muhammad, you say, oh, Muhammad. Those are like Moses, you say, oh, Moses. These are the people that have those spiritual characteristics. So the spiritual characteristics of Rael is like Muhammad. Pick up the sword, cut him in the Some other brothers, their spirit is like Jesus. Not that they turn the truth to evil. They just won't speak on the heart of it because they might like that person and think that person has a chance. 
So these different degrees of the profit on the nationality card is exercised by the person who the spirit of that person is in. Or the spirit of that person can be flawed in. Everybody ain't going to turn the cheek. And everybody should turn the cheek. Because what? We need warriors. Muhammad need warriors. Muhammad said it's better for you to go out in the field than stay at home. Muhammad said maybe you just like a thing that's good for you. And our people don't study Islam so they never know that. Maybe I'm doing a thing that's good for you but you dislike. Hmm. But since you don't study Islam and not taught Islam, how would you know? You know Christianity. Turn the other cheek. Because we live in a Christian society. But anyway. Allah is God. So we must take on the characteristics. You as individuals. You still imitate not the prophet. Because who was those characters? The prophet. And once you figure out who you are, you should be comfortable with that Islam, we thank you uh, for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this broadcast like of Islam in America. You should be a leader. If you like Buddha, you should be a leader.